0: how's it going on people you are listening to the odd people podcast and i am your host matt the cat today is episode number 22 and with me on the show today is a very talented artist with a very very important message lauren DiGregario. she is the owner of oplacis designs which is an art platform that she uses to get her message out She didn't have to travel very far because she is my neighbor. We learned a lot about each other in this episode. We got very, very deep. I hope you enjoy the show. Quick announcement for you odd people. Episode 21's Kim Sharon from the Pottery Barn in Pocasset is going to be giving a talk at the show she's a part of called Ancestry Plus Legacy at Highfield Hall in Falmouth, Massachusetts. It's titled Social Justice in Clay. This is going to be on October 2nd at 11 a.m. The show is going to be running until October 31st. If you need to reach Kim at the Pottery Barn where she lives and breathes, the number there is 508-380-3988. Check it out. I have a trigger warning for you odd people out there. This episode talks about mental health issues and suicide. As I said, we get very deep in this episode. I hope this episode doesn't bring up any issues for anyone. I also want to mention if you're having mental health problems, please seek out the mental health professional that you need and get the proper help. If you're having any thoughts of suicide, help is available The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The number is 800-273-8255. Thank you for listening. So, hi, Lauren. How are you?
1: Hi, neighbor. How are you? (laughs) I'm good.
0: (laughs) Lauren D. Greg Er Oreo.
1: D. Greg Oreo? Who knows?
0: Who knows? Brian might. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I have to say, from day one of us moving in next door to you and in this neighborhood that uh, you and brian are the best neighbors anybody could ever ask for and it's literally day one because i don't know if you remember but we backed in our giant moving truck and we were just finishing up i don't know if you'd just come home from work and you immediately came over i don't even know if you'd walked into your house yet you come over and you say hey you guys need help moving in we didn't even know who you were. <laughs> and you're like, I live next door. We're like, wow. Like, this, willing to help right away.
1: I think I then attempted to make some brownies or something and brought them over. I don't know. I just feel like that's how it should be. Like, Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie, though. When the house was on the market, we did kind of scope out the people that were checking the house out. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw, you know, a huge array of people. And... <laughs> We got nervous because we didn't see you, and so we didn't Mm. know who was moving in, Ah. and you know what? The feeling has been mutual because, I don't know, we have found our forever home, and Brian and I have said, we hope Matt and Mel make theirs their forever home because you guys are great. I mean, it's so fun to have you next door, and we have the same interest, and... Crazy, crafty people. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it and it's been awesome because Brian, Brian helped us clear the backyard, or I shouldn't say helped, he cleared the backyard with the bobcat when you guys had a bobcat at the house, and not an animal like a skid steer, like a bobcat, <laughs> like a machine. And, you know, he, you guys, we've helped each other out with things, and it's just been such a great relationship, like true neighbors, how yeah, neighbors should be.
1: It, it really is. I mean, this, most of this neighborhood is... It's good like that. The kids play in the street. I honestly, it brings me back to the good old 80s because mm-hmm. the kids come home when dinner's ready. You know, you help each other out. It's it's nice. It's a good feeling.
0: Yeah, it's a nice, quiet neighborhood. Yeah. It is, really did <laughs> I am hit the jackpot. I am very,
1: very grateful.
0: Yeah. So the other thing I remember from when we moved in and get to know you guys is the look on Brian's face. When I told him I was like into Dimebag Daryl and like metal. Yes. Because he. Because yep. we somehow were, you know, standing in your backyard and we had a conversation. And mentioned that I play guitar. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, like, what, do you, what do you like? And I think he mentioned he thought I was going to say I like country music. I don't know from I my think, age yeah. or whatever. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, you know, he's about the same age as my brother. Yeah. So whatever he grew up listening to, I basically heard or was into anyway when i as as i got older yeah so it was just really funny i remember i distinctly remember his face being like oh really and then he immediately brought me down to the man cave the man and cave. he's like check yep. out this check out that i'm like holy shit
1: yes that is um <laughs> that is so important like as far as connecting with people is music yeah. and i mean i do love all genres of music i am so open-minded when it comes to that all depends on the mood that i'm in um but with Brian, there's some music, metal, that I don't quite connect with. I don't know. I grew up with a lot of yelling and screaming. So personally, I don't find it enjoyable. <laughs> um, but he does. So the fact that he has his neighbor to connect with yeah. on that level, that's fantastic. Because I love when you guys go to concerts together. Yeah. and Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, we become
0: buddies. We... Yeah, it's, it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> so, uh, to the business at hand, you... Um... You have a bunch of stuff going on, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it would it would be here all day yeah, <clears throat> if yeah. we talked about everything, but your, uh, your newest venture, I'm going to say that wrong, just like I said your last name wrong, how do you...
1: Oh, Places Designs. Oh,
0: Places Designs. All right, yes. so what do you specialize in?
1: Oh, Places Designs has kind of developed from my passion of painting. I've always kind of used art growing up, and I never realized that I could hopefully create a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought I was supposed to teach children and I did. I had a great run with that. Absolutely loved working with kids. But now I find myself needing to do something different, something that brings joy to people and also needed to work on myself. I needed to take time to really work on the problems I've been dealing with that yeah. I've never dealt with. Yep. Um, so I like to paint and I started having fun with resin. I can see that you can create a lot of cool things using resin. Um, So now I'm just kind of dabbling with that and seeing where it takes me. Um, The name O Places Designs came Mm -hmm. from, uh, I was a Life is Good um, certified playmaker, and we were always taught to create an Oasis play space in our classroom, right? So you create this safe place for kids to go I would have a teepee that had lights on it and cushions yeah. and it just felt safe you know and yeah. um, I feel like as an adult we still need a safe place where we feel comfortable so O places designs I'm making things that hopefully will bring people joy that they can put in their own O places mm-hmm. I mean as my neighbor you've seen what I've got going on in the backyard. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to create my own old places back there. So that's awesome. That's where that came from.
0: That's awesome. I love that. So, where are you from? Because I know that that's a whole, <laughs> that's, a <clears throat> that's a whole, whole another, o- yeah. a whole cool story.
1: <laughs> um, I am born and raised, I was born and raised in England. I grew up there and moved to Geneva, Switzerland oh, in 99. And then I was supposed to move to the States on September 13th, 2001, mm-hmm. um, which obviously was a oh, wow. very yeah. scary time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like most Americans, I remember exactly where I was that day.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so we were grounded for a couple of weeks. And when we were finally able to come over, I didn't yeah. know how it was going to go, you know, yeah. um, but it's been great. I mean, I love it. We found where we should be and that's great yeah. made made a new home out of it
0: so you speak a couple languages right <laughs> <laughs> don't,
1: don't you, don't you?
0: i've heard plenty of stories about french
1: um yeah i well i used to be somewhat fluent in french i had no choice um when <laughs> i lived in geneva uh i went to a international school
2: mm-hmm.
1: um there was a french section of the school but i went to the international part english speaking and i when you live in a country you do pick up the language a lot easier yeah no um,
0: oh, i can only imagine i
1: think i actually failed french a couple times <laughs> 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 but yeah when i moved when i met brian uh i i did used to tease him quite a bit speaking in french and yeah. now i don't know it's just kind of gone by the wayside
0: yeah. I was gonna ask you to speak with an English accent throughout the whole
1: yeah. <laughs> the whole
0: interview, and that sounds like it might get exhausting for you.
1: Um, the funny thing is, I it's kind of like a chameleon. When I go back home, it comes back again. I can't help it. Yeah, I don't know. I am kind of sad that I lost my accent. It comes out sometimes, like oh, I've heard it <laughs> in a couple of words <laughs> that you say, and I'm like, there it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: So of course, you met Brian. And, um, yes. you have children,
1: I do. You have the, yes. the
0: boys, and we have the boys. it's just another thing we have in common.
1: Oh, the boys are great.
0: yeah, and you've done you've done a lot of different art projects. You had the face painting that you did. I'm not sure if you, well, right now you're not doing it, but exactly. Yep. um, you did rocks, and now you're working with like painting and epoxy and stuff. so uh, you've won many hats.
1: yeah, so I, <laughs> I started again back to when I was teaching preschool. I kind of would just face paint in the classroom for fun for the kids and parents would ask me to do birthday parties Mm -hmm. and i spent about two years saying no again just like coming here today the anxiety in me would not let me do it (laughs) um and then i finally was like you know what let's just do it so yes i started with face painting and then moved on to rocks um unfortunately with covid i don't see face painting happening anytime soon yeah um but that's fine because i'm now on to you know a new creative adventure
0: yeah with the kids, we've gone to a million different festivals and harvest—you know, harvest festivals and events and things—and there's always face painting. Your version of face painting is so above and beyond <laughs> anything I've ever seen. Any but I've seen a few people here and there that that have come close, but I just have to mention that because, like, there's detail involved. I've seen other people with the boys go, ah, I want a dinosaur. And then it's like a green blob on the side of their face. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? You don't look like a dinosaur. They just painted a weird...
1: <laughs> I remember when Simon came over one day to get face painted. Yeah. Um, Because I don't think we had time at one of those events. Because yeah. the yeah, lines yeah, yeah. were always big, right? So I told him I'd make it up to him. And he came over and he wanted a T-Rex and... A... <laughs> I gave him my phone to pick a picture, and he picked one of the hardest, most detailed. Yeah, that's him. I think we managed to pull it off, though. He was happy.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's always happy. (laughs) They love Miss Lauren, the kids. (laughs) So, um, you're also extremely active. You always have been. Ever since we've known you, you've always run and all that stuff, and you have learning to be fit.
1: Yeah, so... um... I had started a Facebook page called Learning To Be Fit and Mentally Stable. Honestly, with the O'Places Places designs kicking off, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to keep up with that page. Um, but I, I think I'm just going to combine it onto my personal page and open up about my story. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have gone through a lot growing up, um, a lot that people don't know about. And I'm kind of at the age where I should probably be an open book because we don't know what other people are going through. You can't mm-hmm. see the things that I've gone through. You wouldn't yeah. know that I have, you know, PTSD, anxiety, suicidal depression. Um, I have hearing aids. I have memory loss. You know, all these yeah. things. You think I'm just a typical average, you know, yeah, person. Um, but I've gone through a lot. And... That kind of has gotten me to where I am today. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier, I used painting as therapy. Yeah. And then this was born. I showed mm-hmm. you this piece. Um, this piece that I painted, it's a sunflower. And it was actually painted in a psychiatric ward that I was checked into um, a few years ago. And I never thought I would get to where I am today. Um, especially looking back at the beginning of this year. Yeah. I had, you know, gone through another spiral. I didn't know I was going to be here. And I'm so grateful that I'm here now. And I try so hard to live every day in the moment. So I wouldn't say I'm not like active, like you have these dedicated runners and these yeah. fitness gurus and people that really are so good about what they eat. I'm not there and i don't think i'm trying to get there Mm -hmm. i like to do things that are good for my (laughs) mental health like go for hikes kayak swim swim in the ocean this is where the ocean art came from is i had a fear of the ocean Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i just have to try it and so it started by going down the monument beach swimming out to the dock And then i was like okay let's go a little further and it got to the point where i was swimming two miles um i swam for a couple hours from monument beach down to my old work the lobster trap that was a hike i never in a million years thought i was going to get there but i did it because i feel like i need to make people aware of mental health you know we we need to be able to help each other we got to stop judging each other and start being kind. Totally. Yeah. 100% yeah. <laughs> agree with that. No, it's,
0: uh, you know, I would love to join you someday in a long swim, but I'd have to, I have to work my way up to that because I've always been a really strong swimmer. I'm not athletic. Yeah. And that's another, th- the same thing with judgment. Um, you know, average height and thin, everybody just assumes that I would like sport. I don't even like sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't grow, I grew up, you know, this rail... Rail thin kid that has like a thousand health issues, and I could never, uh, never keep up with like athletic people—people that no. like people actually athletic. But the one thing <laughs> really? I was really good—I was a really good, really strong swimmer. I, I still am. Yeah. But it would take take me a while to build up some lung capacity to. Well, that's you the know, thing. To, like to I, I work thought my way into it. Yeah. I thought it
1: would be more challenging. But honestly, I find that it's so much easier to breathe in the water. Mm. And it just, oh my gosh, the feeling that it gives you just to be out there and yeah. free and away from everything—and it's beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's, oh yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> just so
0: people know, we're on Cape Cod. We're in Bourne. Monument Beach is like a mile away, and uh, it's in Buzzards Bay, so it's not super choppy, but it can be <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if there's wind or you know if the, the conditions are wrong. But you know, yeah. it's it's. It, it is the ocean, still. It's, it's an, in a it's, nice cove. Yeah, an it's inlet. a nice cove and an inlet. It's not, it's not crazy dangerous or anything, but it's uh, dangerous enough. Where, That's one of the things. People yeah. are
1: like, aren't you afraid of sharks? And I was like, well, honestly, I'm more afraid of driving on the Bourne Rotary. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yes. I'm just going to get out there and do it. And <laughs> I'd be more
0: afraid of getting hit by a boat than, uh, <laughs> than <Yeah>. sharks, actually. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of um, like woodworkers use the epoxy. Is it resin and epoxy? Like, how is that?
1: Yeah. So, it's epoxy resin. Um, I use a food-grade epoxy resin because I am making things that are going to be versatile. And it's a little bit finicky because you have to practice with it. It's expensive. And if you don't use the correct measurements, Mm -hmm. you end up getting a terrible finished product. Um, You have to measure it the right, right way mix it the right way um so i have been practicing with that uh but i think i think we're to a point where i'm gonna be launching some uh, items soon cool which is exciting
0: yeah because i've seen a lot of woodworkers use it but they usually do like you know they'll cut a tree or whatever and they'll have like a live edge yes and they'll kind of put it in between mm-hmm. but like when i see it i'm like yeah they're just filling in a hole <laughs> you know or it's like oh there's a, a giant knot on a table and they'll fill it in and they'll make it look shiny and nice yeah oh but it has you,
1: such a good effect like i love it the coffee tables yeah
0: you have you just have like a different way of doing it though like the well, thing the, the coaster that we bought from you yeah and the one that mel tried making like there's just it it looks so realistic you look like you're looking at the edge of you know the ocean at the beach
1: it is a really cool technique i have to say i have been inspired by other local artists Mm -hmm. like i said i've practiced with different kind of art mediums and this is what i'm really enjoying and where i'm so connected to the ocean and i can create that in art it's just really bring bringing me joy um it's really been good good experience
0: so do you need any kind of, like, unique or special tools to, to work with the uh, epoxy?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> um, I think with every business, you kind of need money to make money. So I've been trying to really do this on a cost-efficient budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so right now I am, you know, limiting what I'm making. I'm just trying to buy one or two things to see what people like, um, you know, I want to make pieces that mean something to me, but yeah. I also want other people to like it. You yeah. know, I have to cater to my customers. Yeah. So, But, yeah, I've been been inspired by a lot of local artists. A lot of YouTube videos have taught me different techniques. um, Practice, practice, practice. I have messed up so many times. (laughs) Um, But I think I have it now because, you know, resin's too expensive. I can't mess up now. And I have to make this work. I have to make this work for my family.
0: Yeah. One common theme that I've noticed, uh, the few people that I've talked to, is a lot of people have said they've tried to cater a lot to what other people want. And it never felt right. It never quite worked. Yes. But then when they started making things that they enjoyed and that they would buy or that they would wear or, you know, any, you know, fill in the blank, <laughs> whatever yeah. it is that they're doing. Um, that's when they they were even more inspired because they enjoyed, right? you know, the aesthetics of it, however you want to put that. Yeah. You it, know?
1: It, it is kind of complicated to explain, but I know exactly where you're coming from. So... With the face painting, I was painting what the kids wanted yeah. and the adults sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. Um, with the rocks, I started painting rocks, whatever I wanted, but then I got inundated with requests. Yeah. And then I kind of stopped painting for a little while yeah. because it became work, if you will.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, same with the photography. I became too busy with doing other people's shoots and yeah. I lost that love for taking pictures yeah. um so yes i want to produce art and then if you like it buy yeah. it great thank yeah, you support that, your lo- local artist yeah <laughs> I,
0: I think that's the best thing that best thing you can do and i'm a lot like you where i have too many hobbies yeah i say that i'm a mat of all trades Yes, and i'm literally you know i had a career with my dad of fixing up houses
1: Mm-hmm which you've done a great job around here by the way thanks
0: so so through that i've been able to like do some woodworking and stuff Mm -hmm. and then i've i've made a couple of things for inside the house and then you know you show people like oh man that's awesome you should do that again and then i think back to that was all experimental yeah half of it wasn't written down there was half of it was measuring as i'm doing it and just i'm like i kind of just built that and it worked out. <laughs> that's
1: when the best stuff happens. And, like, you know,
0: it, then I, I just, I think of, oh, man, maybe I should try to get into more woodworking stuff and, like, not mass produce, but, like, produce a bunch of the same thing. And then that's when I get the same, you get hit with that same feeling of, well, I don't want to do that. Right. Because then what if nobody buys it? What if nobody likes it? And now I have a bunch of mm-hmm. tables <laughs> in my I, house. I honestly think. Like, we have think... too much crap as it is. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is our room full of tables. <laughs> you know oh yeah i made them all they all they all some of them stand tables for your neighbors yeah yeah right handing out everything so i get it and i have that same thing where you know i have a couple of big amps and my guitars and stuff and i'll not play my guitar for who knows how long and then i'll go through times where it's like week after week i'm playing every day don't step foot in the workshop i mean i built out the bus yep and I haven't been in the workshop since I just started this week cleaning it out. Because I'm like, winter's coming, and if this isn't clean, I'm going to be annoyed. Exactly. When I want to get in there in the cold. When it's cold out and I can't go do anything else. That's yeah. Not to that I do much yard work. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I can't do anything else, and I'm kind of cooped up, so.
1: And that's the thing. Like, people don't realize what they're capable of. I didn't know I could do any of the things that I've done. Yeah. And I have never claimed to be great at them. I mean, I, I appreciate the compliments that I've gotten over the years yeah. but I never really mastered anything I'm all just self-taught I'm winging it kind of like I'm winging life <laughs> you I'm know the same
0: way yeah I'm exactly the same way but you right?
1: never get bored yeah, you never, never get, get bored, bored. <laughs> when you're trying new things like whether it's working out or hiking or painting yeah. or playing an instrument you know you just got to find things that bring you joy then you practice those things people I think go into it saying, well, I can't do this. I've never done that before. I'm not good at it. And I think we're too hard on ourselves. So we just have to try and practice and brings you joy. Keep doing it. Exactly. But yeah, we, we never get bored, do we? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's always something to do. There's yeah. always... If anyone's got any, uh, you know, adventures or new ideas.
0: <laughs> I know my, my brain's all over the place. And that's a part of why I um, started doing the podcast is because I admire so many people that do so many different things. I just thought it would be great to talk to all these people. And, you know, a lot of them are very, they're either very approachable or they're friends of mine. Yeah. So I can, so, hey, you know, hey, you're a tattoo artist. You want to be on the show? Hey, you you make art of all different kinds. You want to be on the show? Hey, you're a partner. So we, I'm able to talk to people that, you know, they do everything and it's great. And then, you know, the whoever listens that's a bonus too
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, I think this is great And honestly, it's really good for You know, it's really good You having a platform for artists um, yeah. To talk about, you know, things that they're doing It You're supporting what they're doing As yeah. well as, um, you know, s- spreading awareness about mental health Or whatever the yeah. platform might be Or whatever the topic might be Yeah, You know, you're giving people the platform to voice their opinions, you know I appreciate that. I think that's great.
0: Thanks. Geez, that's. Oh, I was gonna say that's a really loud truck. There's, there's like three of them in a row. It's
1: like a parade going <laughs> like down parade our street right now. A parade of diesel trucks. Thanks,
0: <laughs> thanks, guys. Nobody ever drives up the street during right? the day except for right now. <laughs> so, do you work more um, intuitively? Or do you really plan it out when you're going to make something with the resin? I know you have to plan out the resin part of it, but like as far as the painting, do you just paint what you feel that day or are you thinking about it ahead of time, like, like really planning it?
1: Yeah. yeah. So the part where people say to me, oh, you're such an artist. I, I don't feel that way um, because if you put a rock in front of me and you say, paint what's on your mind... I don't have that creative ability to just whip something out. Um, I like to use photographs as references, um, inspiration from other artists. Um, Some people look at it like a copying technique, but it's not. It's Mm -hmm. a completely different process. Some people just create art in a different way. Yeah. You know? So. It's all a little bit of practice. Um, I have no, noticed from my first works of art to where I am now, like, the difference. Yeah. And it's it's a good thing. You know, yeah. I've gotten better, but it's all just with practice. Practice and inspiration.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So that um, that's like the opposite of how my brain works. Where if somebody were to hand me a blank piece of paper and say, draw something i could draw any whacked out thing (laughs) that comes to my mind
1: i admire that i think that's so great but if somebody
0: (laughs) says hey can you you know here's a here's a a picture of a church Mm -hmm. can you draw that yep it's i'm gonna have great difficulty because i'm gonna be the detail part of my brain goes okay you better get this right (laughs) and it won't be my version of it it'll be me trying to draw exactly what i see i have such a hard time with that uh i was a tattoo apprentice you know, a number of years ago. And that's what made me a bad tattoo artist. Yeah. Because if somebody said, hey, so like I did a a, a footprint, a dog footprint for mm-hmm. my cousin on her foot. And she wanted it colored in with the colors of her dog. That came out wonderful because I was able to just blend the color. It still looks great. Right. You know, however, 12 years later, whatever, however long ago that was. So I was able to just blend the colors and do the basic the basic shape of a dog for, her dog's footprint, and it came out awesome. Mm-hmm. It was sort of abstract, you know. Yeah. And then there was other ones that I, <laughs> you know, I was it was probably fifty fifty. I I had a few good ones and I had a few really bad ones. But yeah. the the ones where people were like, this needs to be this. It's just like they could be there's a whole stencil there and everything for me to go by and I'm still fucking yeah. it up because <laughs> I just. I I just I don't have that. Um, that's what made me bad at doing tattoos. I just have the inability to copy something exactly. Yeah. As it is, like I, so. I admire what you do because it's, isn't it so? Funny? I can't. You know, I just can't do that. If somebody says, paint you. You know, paint a picture of your house. Draw a picture of your house. It'll look weird. <laughs> <laughs> it won't look right.
1: See, I could never. I could never tattoo on someone. Someone actually asked me, why don't you get into tattooing? Yeah. I couldn't. I. I am so hard on myself Yeah. <laughs> and I take way too long and I don't think I could ever put something permanent on somebody because yeah. I know I'm, there's going to be a part of it I'm not going to like. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I actually, no, I, I just got some fresh ink last week. I know, I saw you
0: uh, <laughs> posted that online. That's yes. awesome. What is it? A mountain?
1: Um, so I have been hiking for about a year now. Um... So I did get some mountains and a sun because, like I said to you earlier, that just the sun really brings good energy for me. Yeah. Um, and then underneath I have Brian's writing. Um, and it says "Breathe," followed by the suicidal awareness uh, semicolon symbol. Okay. That was the original tattoo. Um, because, like I said, you know, a few months ago I was went through another, uh, really, dark phase in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, let's be real, I had a couple of attempts during my suicidal depression. And I think if it wasn't for the support of my husband, and my small group of people, you know, he would hold me and literally just say breathe, you know, and that's all I needed. And so kind I had to put this on me as a reminder because because of medication and because of the work that I've done to mm-hmm. get myself more mentally stable. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I'm in a place now where it feels great to be alive. It feels so good. But I really cherish every day, every moment. I think that's why I'm all over the place, because I just, a few months ago, I wasn't going to be here today. Yeah. And so now I just have to find all the things that bring me happiness, bring my family happiness, you know, and I have to cut out the other bullshit. It's, yeah. I think we got so overwhelmed with the world that we're living in. Yeah. That we really lose touch with what's right in front of us the simple things. Yep. I mean, you see me in the garden and <laughs> who would have thought Brian and I would be watching birds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, <I> no, <know>, right.
1: <laughs> planting flowers. We literally walk around the garden every morning. Yeah. It just those are things that bring us joy. Those are bring things that make yeah. us happy.
0: Watching birds with Slipknot playing in the <laughs> yes, background. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I picture. Yes. No, that's
0: yeah, I would have never I didn't know that. I would have never known that. My her neighbor to you? doesn't even know. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. And I mean and it goes so much more than that. And I I actually for years have been wanting to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um I've had some poems published growing up. Really? Uh, cool. I always turned to poetry when I wanted to write about things. And so now I kind of want to write a book. Uh, I've talked to my mom about writing it with her because mm-hmm. she was a big part of obviously everything that we went through and um just kind of share maybe some relatable stories to people that can see the things that have gone through and to where i am now that they can get there too yeah with help and support and just a little bit of hope you know mm-hmm. you can do this yeah you can get there. i mean you really can get there but we're just too afraid to speak up and yeah. you know sometimes you just need somebody to hold your hand and be like look
0: yeah it's hard to ho- open up to people at yeah. all yeah uh, especially mental health stuff you know we just did a training thing at work the other day and mm-hmm. you know, talking about body language talking about reading each other because we work in a really small group and there can be times where it's very high stress yeah and um just learning how to read each other's body language in a way where it's like you you can tell something's going on with this person and they're freak- yeah. they're internally freaking out and you can just read it by their body language. You know that that sort of thing, and that's really important to uh, to know. Just in our normal interaction with other people, and like you said, the world's really messed up right now, <laughs> right now especially. But without this year, the way it's gone, the world's messed up anyway. And the
1: world's messed up anyway. We... What
0: what what's important? Right. Right. The kids. Your relationship with your. Your spouse, yep. you know, whoever right your partner in you. is in life. And yeah, everything that's right in front of you. Right. That's what's important. That's who you have to think about every day. Yeah. You have to think, you know, yeah, all hell's breaking loose everywhere else. But my house isn't burning. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> you, you, know? you
1: have to not focus on the outside yeah. things in order to ground yourself. Yeah. You know, if I and it, I do feel selfish saying that, but. If I focused on everything that was going on around me, I would be a mess. I, yeah. I have to turn off the news. You know, I don't have that on in the house. I don't do politics. I mean, I can't vote anyway. I'm not a citizen, but <laughs> that's another story. Um, but Even I,
0: though you're married to Brian, you're not a citizen? No. No. no I'm not.
1: Yeah. And I can't do the tests because I have processing mm. disorder and memory loss and so i would yeah. never pass the citizenship test anyway so Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you can't you you have to be able to turn all that shit off we don't we don't watch the we don't have cable so <laughs> we don't watch the news yeah me and melanie don't talk about politics
1: nope us neither
0: very little here and there and i mean it's hard to not talk about it this year but normally we don't talk about it unless it's directly affecting what we're doing right and it's it's hard to it's hard to get through life with all that. Well all that stuff is really nonsense if you think about right what you have to do you wake up in the morning and say what do I have to do today? I don't I'm not in a meeting with the president. Yep. Do I give a shit? No. no. So I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs>
1: right, you can't Just, fill things you can't fill yourself with things that you can't physically change. Yeah. And actually it's funny you said that what you do when you wake up in the morning so I have to have A routine for myself in order to stay mentally stable I have to wake up I have to follow a routine I have to accomplish one thing around my house um, you know whether it's a chore or a yard work or something Mm -hmm. I have to accomplish something every day I have to do one thing for myself every day whether that's kayaking a hike whatever walking the dogs um, and then always making sure that I'm doing something with the family as well yeah if I don't do those things, I just kind of feel like I'm yeah. going to lose control. <clears throat> um, so stuff like that. Waking up in the morning. Start your morning off on the right foot and do something for yourself. Yeah. You know, and then you can kind of take on the rest of the day as it comes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to, if I have, if I'm not working and I have a day off.
1: <laughs> you, you get those? <laughs> yeah,
0: few, <laughs> few and far between. Um, I have to make a list for myself. Yeah. If I don't have a list, it, the day is going to nosedive. Mm-hmm. But halfway through the day is going to nosedive because all the stuff that I was thinking about that I had to get done, shit, I'm not going to get anything done yeah. now. And it's it's nosedive. And it's you know now with the kids home doing school, it's it's, it's that's the number one thing on the list. And then yes. what do I do this afternoon? It's usually one of two things because right. I can't get anything done. I'm not doing. You know they're they're younger than your kids, so.
1: I am so grateful that my kids are at the age. Honestly, yeah. I said to um, I said to Brian like, <clears throat> we're so fortunate right now where the kids are a little more self sufficient. Sure, yeah. I've got Logan who also deals with anxiety mm-hmm. um, and ADHD. Uh, he struggles. He has to know what's going on, and yeah. so the first few days of crashing, getting booted, not having codes, those mm-hmm. are the things that he really took a you know took stress too. um it's hard i mean it's hard and i can't even imagine how people with younger kids are juggling it we're not in a world where a parent can be home (laughs) it's too expensive i mean i feel i feel so much for these parents
0: if i didn't have a rotating schedule and if melanie didn't work part-time i honestly have no idea what we would do right our parents are all you know in either in their 70s or almost in their 70s yeah my mom's probably the most tech savvy one and i don't know how how she'd be able to i don't know if she could juggle two kids so you know if we both had to work and i had to ask somebody to come by she'd be the one to ask to come by i don't know if she's going to juggle and get through that between the two kids yeah i did the first day of school with them i was so stressed out and so angry by the end of the day i was just i was spent i had a drink Yeah, <laughs> it was like tuesday i'm like screw it i, I uh, think made you a drink and, and I every fell
1: parent guardian yeah. out there yeah. i mean the
0: liquor those are making money this yeah. school year but that's
1: the thing i mean that that's the other part of it i mean come full circle back to mental health these yeah. kids are going through that too like they yeah. have literally ripped everything away from them and now we're trying to implement we're reinventing the will yeah which we're not designed for because even though you know we went to comcast and got the best modem and the highest internet we're still crashing like we're just not designed for this so i think it's so important not to stress about it just do the best you can you know take as much stress off the kids and we're living history right now
0: yeah we're living history totally they can't different
1: right i i'm not saying don't do the works Still, do the things you got to do but just take that pressure off a little bit i mean take it off of yourself take it off of your kids yeah
0: you'll be proud of simon because he's a former student of yours but he did wonderfully yesterday he's been very shy you know how shy he gets yeah and he was yesterday he spoke during class multiple times when he was you know called on he he had a technology class and he shared a screen yeah and we went through it like he was the first one he volunteered to do oh, it i'm like gosh. wow like he, he had That's such awesome. a great day yesterday I mean, towards the end of the day after lunch they really break down yeah they're just they've had it they want to be if they're going to be in school they want to be with their friends they want to be in school i mean they do recess and i'm like go outside Mm-hmm. oh can we play minecraft no nope minecraft's <laughs> after school pretend you're at school Yeah. You don't have your tablet at school. Go outside, run around, and they did it, and they love it, and they, you know, they're oh, out, yeah, I they're out here they running come around. Outside, yep. like, I'm not like not looking forward to the winter because I'm like, I don't <laughs> I care how cold it is. They're going out for recess. Go outside. I would do hey, recess you know every day.
1: <laughs> there is no bad weather. It's yeah. just the way you prepare for it.
0: Exactly, that's good.
1: <laughs> I used is that to a use, hiking thing? <laughs> no, I used to use that one in my preschool classroom. We were the classroom that it didn't matter what the weather was. As long yeah. as, you know, lightning wasn't striking. But even yeah. in thunderstorms, let's go. Let's yeah. go out and dance yeah. in the rain, yeah. you know. Don't don't
0: pick up that metal pole.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't touch that. Don't touch the fence for a little while.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that Simon is Yeah, doing he, good. he
0: did awesome yesterday. I knew you'd really be proud of him like Yay. that. You're a little buddy.
1: I do miss the kids. I really do. Yeah, it's, I'm sure you it, do. It is really good to see them. Um, but the industry just changed, you know. Yeah, it's, And and like we were talking about the school system, the kids go, you know, when they go back, some kids are thriving in this environment. Yeah. Like maybe that's why Simon's doing good because he's in yeah, his I mean, own
0: comfort. Right now he's doing good. Yeah. But, you know, the the end of the day, he tends to break down a little bit.
1: Yeah. No, so, I don't blame him. It's a lot to sit in front of a screen and, and not take the breaks. And I think, honestly, with the U.S. school system... Um, I was shocked when I came here. I went through culture shock when I moved here. Yep. Because in the European schools, Mm -hmm. you could walk outside to get to your next classroom. You know, it didn't matter what grade you were in. You got an hour recess in lunch. You could go out to the field and sit with your friends and have lunch. Middle school, high school. We've lost touch for these kids because when I moved here and I realized that, A, I couldn't even go outside Except yeah. if it was like PE class. Yeah. And then the fact that you're not given a break. And it sounds so silly. Mm-hmm. Like, high school is needing recess. Like, it's not recess. Like, it's no, a break. It's, it's a break. You, you need, need a break. break. We need a break as an adult.
0: Yeah, people get breaks at work. You know, have <laughs> a break during school where yes. you get to do whatever you want. You're, you know.
1: They need, they need that. And I think it's so important that these kids have some time in between to decompress before yeah. moving on to the next thing. I mean again back to mental health yeah if we're feeling like we're locking these kids up in school
0: yeah they're cooped up all day long
1: yeah yeah it's too much for them i think we're just we're making them too test ready but not ready for the world yeah (laughs) if you will i think we're kind of missing out on the basics that we should be teaching our kids
0: yeah i agree with that yeah 100 percent. So there's one other thing I, w- I wanted to ask you about um, before we go back to talking about um, art. So you went skydiving. And I know that must have been a facing your fear, but how, how did that go? I would so, never be able to do that.
1: You want to hear something funny? I thought it was a fear, right? Yeah. So I have anxiety, but it's with different things. I had anxiety about coming here today. Like I was yeah. almost going to take... Out of van, so I could calm my nerves, yeah. shaking, sweaty palms, tense back, all the things. And when I was preparing for the skydive, I was feeling these things. I thought I was going to be afraid. But the moment I got out on that airfield to walk to the plane, I felt like I was in my element.
2: Really? All
1: that anxiety just gone. I didn't get nervous in the plane. I didn't get nervous getting up to 12,000 feet. I didn't get nervous when the door opened. I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. Wow. And it was my mom. It, my mom was the one that got my yeah. brother and I to do it. Um, I'm not going to say how old she is because she'll kill me. But <laughs> <laughs> this is her second jump. And she's wow. just living proof of like, go for it. You yeah
0: know. <laughs> holy cow yeah i would not have been able to do that i don't No, you and might, it's though you and might. It's, it's not heights i have no problem with heights i'm not a huge fan of being planes mm-hmm. but i think if i were on my own doing it i wouldn't that wouldn't bother me yeah i just i, I have no desire to jump out of a plane <laughs> well i
1: went to skydive the mills um in okay. marston's mills yeah. and i will tell you that their staff was fantastic they just made me feel so comfortable right off the bat and that's what you want when you're about to get strapped onto one of them and you know trust them with your life essentially and i think that's kind of why i just kind of let go of the fear trusted who i was with Mm -hmm. and we just did it and it was one of the best moments of my life i mean that's awesome the feeling the adrenaline the views i mean you could just see yeah it's indescribable absolutely amazing
0: I think I'd be afraid to have a heart attack on the way down. <laughs> My heart would probably be beating so hard.
1: Maybe I should challenge you to oh, a skydive. No, no,
0: you challenged me to do push-ups, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't. Did you do those? I didn't follow through. Well, I mean, it's besides the point. But um, I've been um having like really bad stomach. You know, I don't eat gluten anymore. Yeah, yeah. I've been having like issues with everything, so I've been even ha-
1: more than gluten. Yeah. Oh.
0: So I've been like. Trying to eat super clean I have an appointment Next month (laughs) To go to the GI doctor I don't have to Leave this in the (laughs) box. But
1: But again That's something That people don't know
0: You know it's funny It's
1: Everyone's going through something I
0: will leave it in Because The more research I do about it Where you can Stress yourself out And go I think I have this I think this might be A disease I have a Uh disease I have I have this I have that You can stress yourself out And go through it Or you go to the simplest thing And go Most likely Odds are I have IBS, mm-hmm. and I need to just eat really clean. Yeah. And because of the cleaner I eat and the, you know, certain things I know that I can't eat, if I just avoid them, I'm fine. Yeah. 100% fine. But then it's like I'll have a hiccup and eat eat something and be like, I've been doing good, and you eat something a little too spicy or whatever it is, and boom, like I'm not doing well. Like last night, I wasn't doing well. I was really worried about today. Yeah. it's But it when... When I do have issues with my stomach, a lot of the things people don't realize is it really affects your mind as well. Mm-hmm. And like last night, I was, they call it brain fog. And it's its literally a symptom of, you know, GI problems where I'm just confused. Yeah. We're getting the kids ready for bed and I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even concentrate on what's going on right now. Between that and the sleep de- <laughs> deprivation yeah. of yeah. working nights for the last two weeks of, you know, I'm I'm just, wow. I'm like, I cannot get a grip.
1: I don't think we listen to our bodies enough. No. Real, it's, as corny as that sounds, yeah. like, we real, and I've only learned that this year. Yeah. Um, actually, I should say last year when I had started losing the weight. I had yeah. gained a lot, and I was way heavier than when I gave birth to Logan. Oh, wow, <laughs> um. And so I had to choose what I was eating. But I noticed, you know, I cho- chose what oh, yeah, I ate to doing lose the the weight. You were yeah, doing a yeah, yeah. keto
0: diet. Yeah, I remember that. Yep.
1: And I, I did it. I thought I was doing it just to lose weight, right? But you don't realize what the foods actually do for your body yeah. when you <clears throat> consume them. Yeah, when people know? say f-
0: bad foods for you. Yes. It's not just bad foods It's going to make you gain weight. Yes. It's like screwing up your whole system. The more artificial crap you eat, the more, screw- the more screwed up you-, you eat donuts every day. There's just a bunch of junk in yeah. them, and it, it, it's going to bring out all kinds of bad stuff in your body. I'm
1: not sure if you're aware of this, and it's funny you bring it up about the food, is a lot of the chemicals and the fillers that they put in foods in this country are banned okay. in other countries. Like, yep.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> we went to the Azores. I, I think I mentioned the Azores <laughs> on every episode of this podcast. <laughs> but we went there, and um we went out to eat. And of course we're on vacation, so there's nothing except for <laughs> indulgence, pretty much. Yeah. And well, at that time to. I at that time I was having no problems. And, you know, we're eating bread and cheese in every meal. which is like I can't even think of eating bread or cheese right now. But um <clears throat> Mel- Melanie orders a Coke. You know, in a restaurant, I'm gonna have a Coke. Okay. What is the Coke? She takes a sip, she says this is the best Coca Cola I've ever Doesn't had in my it? whole Taste entire life. So and different. She, Hand me that bottle. Mm-hmm. Look at it. First ingredient sugar. There wasn't one chemical on that list. You can read the label, right? Yeah, I'm like I'm like, okay, this is just you know, they're chemicals, but they're food grade chemicals exactly. where you're like okay, yeah. that's it's not like, you know, glycol. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: we're literally just eating a science product most yeah, of the I'm time. Like, wow, well,
0: look at that. I'm like this sugar and this like, you know, uh whatever is in Coca Cola, you know, all the different caramels and different things, but
1: you'll find the same thing with ketchup too.
0: Yeah, ketchup, real yeah. tomato ketchup. Yeah, it will
1: have your basic five ingredients, whatever it takes yeah. to make ketchup. But if you Yeah, like how we would look... make ketchup
0: if we were at home.
1: Yeah, but if you look at a bottle, and that's the thing, I mean, we got to take it a little bit more seriously, you know, what we're putting into a body, because it really does change the way that you feel, you know, and and how you go about your whole day. Yeah. I mean, if you're eating food that doesn't do well, for you, mm-hmm. it can really make you feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, I mean, you might have you might have issues going on. that you, I, I'm pretty sure Brian's got some stuff going on because there's foods that trigger him to feel like shit. Yeah, and if he cuts them out, yeah, it might. uh
0: and it's it's crazy because I've I was really resistant, you know. and I'm I'm <laughs> uh, kind of the poster child for eating like shit. Yeah, you know, five years ago,
1: me too. Two
0: <laughs> or three years ago, really. I was, it was coffee and donuts in the morning at work. We stopped. Hey, you know, I'm texting my, you know, coworkers. Hey, who wants donuts? You know, you get a, you get a half a dozen yeah. donuts. And then, you know, your coffee's got sugar and cream in it. And you go to lunch. Ah, I didn't bring my lunch today. I'll go get a couple slices of pizza, you know, pizza and chips and soda. And you're like, wow, it's... like I ate nothing but shit, like all the time. And then we'd come home. Oh, what do we want for dinner? And, you know, Mel's been vegetarian for a while now but she used to eat fish and then before that she ate everything so if it was way back in the day it was yeah okay well let's have burgers and fries for dinner Or yeah. well, you know eh, we're busy let's stop and get everything is McDonald's. just
1: so easily accessible oh it's crazy it's oh my gosh i mean well look at look at our town
0: yeah yeah mcdonald's and dunkin donuts, dunkin donuts like- right there Every Yeah, there's a Dunkin' Donuts a couple of... Them. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think we're surrounded by about, like, six Dunkin' Donuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. There's one... There's one at one, the end of our road. Two, there's one down there. And there's one three.
1: Two. One just on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Oh, it's just... Yeah. It's so... It's insane. It's I never so really so
0: thought of that. Yeah. I mean, I still and drink coffee, but I'm very limited to what I can put in it in anyway.
1: That was also yeah. another culture shock. We didn't have drive throughs and we didn't have all these fast food restaurants right yeah. at your fingertips
0: yeah it's nuts it's totally <laughs> yeah. crazy no but it, it's it's funny how it affects you mentally it's like i was saying like um you know i was in bed with mel and i totally broke down yeah because i i you know when i'm eating right and i'm feeling good i can feel my body gaining weight i can mm-hmm. feel my energy i can feel like okay i need to work out now like i can feel, i feel good like you know you know, i just like do whatever we have a treadmill and i'm like all right i'm gonna, I'm gonna go on the treadmill i feel right. good right now i want i want to do something and that's
1: the thing people are like oh how do you do all these things and i was like well honestly it's just because i feel motivated to do i'm not eating yeah. and consuming all this shit that's going to make me just want to yeah
0: yeah you don't want to just sit, on you, sit on you. Do yeah you don't want to do nothing and watch tv you, yeah you want to get up and move
1: but with that being said i am not a health guru or someone that (laughs) mills I've attempted meal prepping I'm here oh yeah I've I've tried that too (laughs) no I like to have a nice you know hearty dinner with the family and and I will still eat Nutella right out of the container with a spoon (laughs) (laughs) but I'm active because you know uh, it's all about balance Yeah.
0: so I mean I was I was feeling very depleted of like everything Mm. and just the mental state Was, of course, you fight. That's the part you fight the most. Yep. And then it hits you at the end where it's like your stomach's, you know, in my case, my stomach was bothering me. Mm -hmm. It was going on and on forever. It felt like forever. And it's like it didn't matter what I ate, no matter what I tried, it was just not sitting well with me. And then that's the final thing that hits you where you're you're fighting it mentally and you hit, you hit a point, you hit a wall, and you just go, I can't take this. Right. I can't fucking take this any longer. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like the appointment's been made, and this, you you talk to I talked to my regular doctor. All she did was push me off to a specialist. Yep. And it's like, geez, I feel like nobody gives a fuck. You feel lost, and you feel like, that's it. Like, I, I'm just like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm just not going to eat. Right. I'm just going to drink water. Yeah. And say, fuck it, and just wither away.
1: And it's so many people uh, go through this. Yeah. And they they don't. Did you you called the doctor, right? You made your appointments yeah. and yeah. some people they don't. They'll just yeah. procrastinate and push it off, push it off act like it's nothing. Push nothing. it off
0: long enough. You know, that's just GI problems. Right. I can't imagine if your mental state of every day is I can't take this anymore. Yeah. I can't even imagine. It brings a tear to my eye to think that somebody can go through that every day and it's and it's not caused by what you're eating. Like I had I have issues with food yeah and it's causing me all kinds of stress i can't imagine if just daily life is affecting you that much people that you know we all we all know that deal with this yeah daily and they they, it's with the way the world is right now they're having like a very hard time getting through and it's like
1: especially with what we're going on what's going on right now
0: yeah it's so hard i i can't i can't even imagine you know my my um my grandfather took his own life a few years ago and it was after his his wife had passed away it was my mom's step uh mom
1: yeah
0: and he's very he was a very stubborn person mm-hmm. everything had to be his way and he didn't want to be a burden you you wish you could have done something different for him you know he, he was down in florida and uh His wife passed away my my mom offered hey come up and stay with us winter time or you know summertime rather you come up north and you stay with us and go back down in the winter when everybody's there Mm -hmm. you don't need to be in this big building right all alone with you know with your thoughts and you know his wife passed away said nope i will not be a burden to anybody i and that's the He's thing. Like, like I can get around. I can do. I'm. I can get to the grocery store. He, you know, he was. Yep. Fully self-sufficient, fully with it mentally. In that capacity of like just living, just living his life and doing things he needed to do. Like he wasn't like sitting there in his own filth. He'd yeah. go and you know he'd clean himself and do yeah. his laundry. He was, you know, ex-navy guy. He was a police officer. He was, you know, strict in his in his ways. And then, uh, you know, we were at the old house and I get the phone call from my dad. My mother's just wailing in the background. What happened? Immediately, of course, it's something happened to grandpa, you know, but I never thought in a thousand years that was it. Right. But he just couldn't take the loneliness anymore. And no matter who was in his life, the friends he had in the building. My mother, whoever he had in his life was not enough to fill the void of his wife. Yeah, it's very sad. So
1: it, 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 I'm I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. I mean, yeah, it's awful. And like you said, I mean, it was your grandfather. I, yeah, it can hit any age.
2: Yeah,
1: I actually with the memory loss forgot that I went through this when I was fifteen. Uh. I knew some of the stuff that had happened to me, but I'd never realized that I wanted to take my own life at that age too but I was going through my journal and one of the pages and as soon as I read it I knew why I wrote it but it says um, you can't choose when you're born but you can choose when you die and I wrote that because that's where I was at that point in time and uh, you just you just don't know what age it's gonna hit you at I was doing great for so long and had an episode um, where everything I saw, I kind of visioned how I could use it to kill myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is where it got tough in the house because in the title, (laughs) I've had a couple titles for this book, but it was going to be my mind was trying to kill me, Mm -hmm. but my heart was not ready. Because my mind was saying, oh, did my husband put that razor blade there because he knows I'm going to use it on my wrist? Mm. Like, those things went through my head all the time, all the time. And I sought out help. Um, I went to the doctors one day. I had a doctor appointment. I just thought depression, you know. I did everything ass backwards. I was a teen parent, (laughs) teen (laughs) mom, if you will, Um, you know. I did everything backwards thank God though because I am where I am today yeah but I walk into the doctors and I spill the beans you know oh you know I was driving over the bridge and I just really wanted to swerve off it like I was ready <laughs> yeah. all those things and she goes "Um, I'm not gonna be able to let you go back to work I'm uh. like okay like I don't understand what's going on right now I think all these things are normal right Next thing I know is I'm being tied to a stretcher and I am taken to Jordan Psychiatric. Um, And I was later transported to um, McLean. And I spent the week up there and it honestly felt like something in a movie. I didn't feel like I should have been there. I was your average person. I thought I was happy. I had two great kids. I had a perfect relationship. Like I married the man of my dreams. He's my soulmate. I had everything I mean we don't have a lot of luxury things but I had everything I needed yeah yeah I didn't want to be here and I I couldn't help that so they treated me for depression um, and anxiety Uh, on the day of my release I was actually uh, given something for anxiety and I I dropped and they lost my heartbeat and so the day of my release I ended up going to another hospital um, so they could monitor me. So when I came out of that, I was like, okay, I'm going home. No medication. I got this. I don't want to go on any medication. The one that I just took, I had a severe allergic reaction to, and it it, wow. it killed me Yeah, for a time, th- you know? I then was like, I have to appreciate everything. Years go by, and I start going down that spiral again. But nothing had changed. Like, everything was still great. Yeah. And it got so bad, it, it got so bad to the point I literally said goodbye to my kids. I said goodbye to physical items. I even put on, your wife made me beautiful bracelets, I'm wearing them today. <laughs> yeah. I put on the bracelets and I literally said to myself, well, that's the last time I'm putting those on. I was hiking at the time because that felt good for me, hiking through the winter to try to get through this. And I'm hiking the day that I said goodbye to all the physical things. I was planning to book a massage and take a bottle of sleeping pills. And I remember saying goodbye to my kids really like it was the last time. I was hiking with Brian and that was the day that he killed over with the kidney stone issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not the title of the book came to my mind. (laughs) My husband's kidney stones saved my life. Yeah. Because from that moment forward, he had to be taken to the hospital, you know, and, and you know, he endured complications from that. He had a couple surgeries and, but my focus was on him. Mm hmm. And that was honestly, I feel so bad that he went through so much pain. But that was honestly the best thing that could have happened because <laughs> <laughs> I'm He's here He's a tough today. guy. He can handle it. <clears throat> He is a tough guy. Oh. Um, You know what? If it wasn't for him and just the constant support. Yeah. Because these things come out of nowhere. He, you know, he didn't marry me expecting these things to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: I didn't go into this. I feel bad being his wife sometimes because of some of the shit that I've put him through, you know, same with the kids. But now it is so important for me to make people aware. It is so important for me to help myself. Yeah. Because look what our kids are going through. Like, I think everybody has a story. And even though I've gone through a lot, and I haven't touched those subjects, (laughs) even though I've gone through a lot, I, it could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. People go through so much worse than I do. Mm -hmm. And I've always said that. Like, Lauren, stop feeling sorry for yourself. It could have been so much worse. So I don't pity myself. I share my stories. Yes, they make me sad because things could have gone differently. Of course, yeah. I mean, things could have gone differently. But I feel it's so important to just share that awareness. So when I swim in the ocean, I do it when people are like, oh, why do you swim so much? I'm just trying to spread mental health awareness i have close friends of mine that have gone through it with their own children and it's a lot and we don't know what people are going through we have to just be kind and support each other and stop being so judgy oh sorry that was (laughs) no it's okay i
0: i think a lot more people go through mental health issues than even them themselves are aware of yeah I don't even think they they realize they're they're going through, you know, internal hell. Yeah. And they just think it'll pass. Like you you like you said, you you just you think you have it all, but something else is just going on Exactly. Something else else was going on more
1: than depression. So I went back Mm -hmm. um and it was really important for me to take the steps on improving my life for my kids. And I went back and did all the testing, hours and hours of interviews and testing. Honestly, I would love to have a brain scan. I would love to just see what's really going on in my brain because now that I'm on the proper medication, Mm -hmm. I'm in a better mindset. So even though you're given one diagnosis, that might not be the end of it. You know, Again, it's so important to listen to your body and get the help. We feel weak getting help. And my friends were always like, why didn't you just call out? Why didn't you just, you know, text me? When you're in that moment, that's the last thing you want to do.
0: It's just, it's the added stress of, why didn't you call out? And then you go, because they need me. I can't can't just call out. If I do that, it's just going to add another element of stress. Yes. I'd rather just go to work and deal with the stress.
1: That burden weighs so heavy on us. Yeah. It's
0: crazy. But I think... You know, people see it as a weakness to go and talk to some somebody that's a specialist and then they prescribe them some kind of medicine. Oh, I don't want to be on medicine. Yeah. I don't want to be me- I have to take medicine for my heart. Mm-hmm. I've missed taking my medicine. And I'm like, God, why am I like huffing and puffing right now? I'm like, my heart's racing and I'm walking up the f- four steps into the <laughs> house. like the hell? I just walked to get the mail. and I'm like dying. Huh. Oh, I forgot to take my pill this morning. You take it a half hour later, you're 100% you have to you have to realize that nobody's perfect and we all have weaknesses and yes. Sometimes you gotta take some medicine.
1: Yeah. I mean it's, I didn't want to go the medicine route anyway. No, I nobody I've, does. Right. I've but never sometimes you need to yeah. sometimes you need to. And Brian is so in tune with me and yeah. with the memory loss I I do forget a lot and Taking medication is one of those things too. So yeah. if I go yeah. three Should days, my alarm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I need every <laughs> And time I'm like, What's that alarm? Oh, yeah, yeah time to take my pill. Do
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and shit. Brian, yeah, he can I was tell. supposed to call somebody. Yeah.
1: yeah, he can tell. He can tell when I have missed some doses. And so that scares me. Yeah. Because I do worry sometimes because I know it's the medication yeah. that's kind of keeping me grounded as much as I yeah. don't want to admit it I'd like to admit I'd like to think that yeah. I'm just this great ray of sunshine you know yeah. all by myself but that's not the case and yeah. I'm okay with that it is what it is I I'm just gotta and that's a wonderful happy. thing
0: that you're okay with that because you can spread that message as well as people need to realize that, that nobody's perfect yeah and you have to be okay with yeah with who you are yeah and if it takes a little bit of medicine to get you through your day in whichever way it is, mentally, physically, you you have to be able to realize that this is it. This is me. I I've been very resistant to the heart medicine. Mm-hmm. I went my whole entire life with a heart problem, never had to take medicine. Only in the last few years, I have to I have to take it. Yeah. Oh, the and joys it, of getting older. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm getting older. It's just what it has to do. It's just what I have to do. And no matter what my diet is, no matter how much sleep I get, I have to take that pill. Right. Otherwise, I'm. <laughs> like an old man So I'd yeah. rather be young And we want to be there I'd for rather be kids. young. Yeah, I'd rather be young me with a pill <clears throat> Than um, old man at 36 <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we got really deep Yeah That was some serious shit <laughs> So I have a, a question for you Yeah Regarding art in general
1: Oh, is that what we were talking about Yeah, today? that's how this started Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It really is, it's all intertwined, yeah, because I use painting for therapy, so. yeah,
0: so this could be taken anyway. I wrote it down uh <laughs> for it to be uh, an art question, so if you wanted to give advice to somebody that wanted to try something new with art or wanted to broaden their horizons as far as art goes, or just advice for anybody, uh you know what what would you give somebody that's trying those things out
1: <laughs> I mean the, the first thing I hear is from people is I could never do that I can't do that I can't do you know I can't do these things either <laughs> <laughs> I mean I never could I just practice I mean you got to find first you got to find what you enjoy yeah and then just practice there's with art that's the beautiful thing with art there's no wrong way yeah when I'm creating my pieces I'm creating them and I'll keep creating and playing with them until I think it's done, but there's no wrong or right way to do it. Yeah, you know, someone's either gonna like it or someone's not.
0: Yeah, I enjoy the art class with Simon because it takes me back to when I was in elementary school. We had this art teacher named uh, Mrs. Doobie.
1: That's a cool name. Yeah,
0: well, it was, you know, <laughs> around fifth grade. It's probably not as cool, but uh, <laughs> oh, Doug's going I crazy barking. Doug. So she would have us draw a line and then make something out of the line so of course when you're little you make a squiggly line or whatever (laughs) so she would teach us that art can come from anything yeah where you do a little squiggly line and then you make a snowman out of it or however you know whatever little kid drawings Mm. people would do the boys are like me where they have that artistic ability so they can put a line on a page and make something out of it. You know, of course, with, with Simon, it's usually Godzilla or Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But
1: something that he loves. <laughs> yeah, but like you
0: said, though, there's no wrong way to make art.
1: Yeah, it's funny because you said about, you know, drawing a line and squiggling. I don't know if you did these kinds of things growing up. Oh, that's cool. Just would draw my name and squiggle. I mean, I think all of us did these things in yeah. high school, you know, just doodling and...
0: I never tag, I, I never tagged anything with spray paint, but I was always really interested in, in that form of art where it almost doesn't look like anything. It yeah. just looks like a lump with lines everywhere. But then you you really decipher it and it's like holy shit that says awesome or whatever you know it says yeah. something.
1: It's a. <laughs> we promise you that Doug is not being tortured. Yeah, no, that's, yeah
0: that's just what he sounds like. He's excited yeah. for whatever reason. He I wants t- to
1: come hang out in the bus. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah so people ask um you know if i would be interested in teaching them how to do art Mm. but like i said earlier i'm just swinging it i'm just playing i'm just creating yeah what happens happens
0: yeah a lot of it's just experimentation yeah
1: you just gotta have fun with it
0: so if people want to get hold a hold of you do you have an email or anything that somebody could send you a message if they wanted to buy your art or do you have Anything set up so like an I'm Etsy page So I'm using the uh,
1: social media platforms, um, okay. but I am hoping to launch everything on an Etsy page. Cool. Um, I I do have it, but it's not live yet. Yeah. Uh, however, you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. O Places Designs. Um, I'm hoping to put myself out there in about a week or two. Uh, but again, with anxiety, I have really procrastinated i've mm-hmm. had this whole time to create right but where i think that i'm gonna fail i've been putting off <laughs> doing it uh so i'm really hoping that within the next week or two you'll start seeing my pieces pop up cool yeah i've i have been offered um a couple of people asked if i wanted to put stuff in their art gallery cool. uh, like little you know little yeah. shops uh, and that's kind of all i want to do i just want to Keep it small. Keep it fun.
0: Yeah. Mel's got a few contacts of places she has her stuff. Nice. Are,
1: do craft vendors. You yeah, know, stay that would local. Be right, yeah,
0: that would be right up your alley, the same yes. place as she has her stuff, because that's yeah. exactly what they have, you know, local art Yeah. made by people that live nearby.
1: <laughs> and they say, you know, being an artist is hard, so I'm really taking a chance here. Yeah. Really taking a chance. But I think, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing this because, <laughs> of all things, I was fired from my job. Yeah. I was fired from my job, which I've never experienced before. And I thought I was going to lose control again. And I found art. And so... Yeah. I just, just hope it works out.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this podcast I thought of at the beginning of last year. Yeah. And I didn't start it until August. Right. Because it was just procrastination. Who's going to listen to that? Exactly. Right. Nobody know Like you if you go and look at the podcasts that are out there the ones that are popular the ones that people make money on they are comedians and actors and musicians and these well-known people right everybody knows them they're almost household names you know i'm just some dude yeah that nobody knows you know half the people i reach out to don't know who i am most of them don't know who i am and it it can be very it's very overwhelming trying to get something going but look Especially you're that when you're putting yourself out there. Right. You know, you're like, wow, right. I have to put myself out there. Mm-hmm. I love talking to people and I love learning new things and I love seeing different kinds of art and I love hearing about how different kind of art is made. So that's where this all came from. But my first episode was last August. So it took me from December, January all the way to August before I even thought of okay. like putting it out Let's there. And it was this. like I bought a microphone and I got the app on my phone and I... Did stuff right off my phone. The first couple episodes were just on my phone. Yeah. Because I was like, I have no audio equipment. I got all guitar stuff. Right. You know, I have no microphones or anything. So I slowly have built it up. Yeah, now look and, at you. And I'm
1: working out the kinks. I mean, you see it as putting out a podcast. I don't know yeah. if you're doing it. Um, are you doing it because it's something that you enjoy? Or are you doing it from the money aspect?
0: So I'm a... I'm a firm believer that somebody needs hobbies, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, of course, or several <laughs> hundred of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you need at least three: one to be creative, one to make money, and one to keep you in shape. You know, that's, and that's that's I
1: like I I feel I, like I live that way, but I've never yeah. heard. I didn't make that, that up. analogy. I fu- <laughs> I didn't uh, make that up. I, I found like that. that somewhere.
0: Yeah, the one to keep in shape is uh, earlier this year I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And it's extremely challenging. I'm not an aggressive person. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. It's very hard to me, for me to get into the mindset of hurting somebody. Yes. Extremely hard. I've been in like one fight my whole life. Like yep. one fist fight and I got my ass handed to me. I've gotten into it and it's an unbelievable workout. So that's my hobby to stay in shape. This is supposedly a hobby to make money, although I haven't made any money on it. <laughs> but it, it is something I love to do it's i love talking to people i love doing this and i don't i wouldn't be able to do it if i didn't love it yeah if this became if i were able to quit my job and do this it would be wonderful because i love doing it
1: this just seems right up your alley like you just seem so comfortable yeah but i I don't think i don't know if you realize like what you're doing for your community too i mean look what you're doing for local artists or you know local people that are just trying to create yeah you're taking the time to talk to them, get to know them, but they're getting their word out there. You know, yeah. you are creating a platform for so many people. And <clears> the <throat> more episodes you do, you yeah. know, the more people are going to tune in, the more we're going to post on you social media yeah. and spread awareness. But I think it's I think it's a great thing. Yeah. That So, yeah. You're doing this. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, my other hobby to to stay creative is Woodworking, yeah, that's for the most part. And recently, I bought the patterns to make a guitar, which I know Brian has made guitars before. So I'm probably going to pick his brain a lot in the coming months because I just ordered a bunch of wood, like for making guitars. Like I've made guitar bodies before, and I've put together kits. They come out okay. I have a form to make a guitar shape. Yeah, I have all the pieces. I have you know I ordered all the wood, so it's. I'm hoping that I can do that and at least make a guitar for myself. That's at at so the least cool. I'll get to make a guitar for yeah. myself at the most. Maybe it'll be something I can do often and just, once again, it's all self-taught.
1: Well, if but you from... get your guitar made, Brian actually, uh, a couple of years ago played around with painting guitars yeah. and airbrushing guitars and.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. He'll you be guys giving me a good some, paint job. Right?
1: Fun with that. <laughs> yeah. I know a painter. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>
0: So thank you for talking to me
1: Yeah, and making the long journey. Me. Oh, I know. I was like, okay, is he going to drive over to my house or is he actually <laughs> going to make me walk across his front lawn? <laughs> oh, yeah. no. So, it was great. I mean, I know you asked me a couple of times and I was anxious to do it and I am still squishing this like crazy, but yeah. <laughs> we got through it. So thank you. I mean, I you think, just got to put yourself out there, right?
0: I think it's timing. I think the timing is yeah. perfect and
1: yes when you asked me the first time yeah that was when i was going through that period yeah it wouldn't yeah it yeah would, it and i couldn't happened. tell you that then yeah, but i can tell happened. you that now no and this just feels right <clears> this it does yeah this, this was good perfect timing thank you so much for having me
0: well, thank you appreciate it so how about that i told you we got deep And I'm glad we did. Lauren really opened up uh, and told me things I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, She is a great artist. And uh, her and her husband, Brian, are great friends to us. It's really wonderful to have them in our lives. So make sure to follow her Facebook and her Instagram pages for updates on her work. Uh, That's O Places Designs. O-P-L-A-Y-S-I-S. Designs, and thank you for listening follow the odd people podcast uh, on Instagram and join the odd people podcast group on Facebook for updates and news on past guests of the show my website is in the works I'll let you know what the uh, domain name of that is when when I figure that part out Uh, merch is also coming up soon I'm also having that work done so Just another quick message. If you're struggling mentally, get help, please. You're much more important than you realize. So thank you once again for listening to the show. Stay healthy. Stay inspired. And as always, stay hard.